Hey, Money Bosses, welcome. I've got an exciting guest today, Ben Lyons, and we're going to get into a topic that I think everybody should pay attention to just because um, there's opportunity to make money. Now, this is the day where we talk about all of that. So we're going to talk about side hustles. Ben, welcome. Good to be here. Thanks so much for having uh, for hopping on to chat with us. I'm going to do um, a quick introduction and then I'd love for Ben to uh, tell us all about side hustles and what he has seen in his experience and actually um, talk a little bit about the summit that he's um, putting on himself that is focused all on side hustles. Okay, so here we go. Ben Lyons graduated with business degree from, from University of Washington in 2000 is in concentration uh, in concentration of management and organizational leadership. In 2001, Ben became a real estate broker in Northern New Mexico and purchased a small boutique company. He grew the company from three agents to 30 agents in just a few years. He's now been in real estate um, for nearly two decades and known an industry top 1% producer and has brokered over 200 million in sales. He's a recipient of prestigious Realtor of the Year Award on the three separate occasions. In addition to owning his multiple businesses as a, on the side, from everything to franchise, franchisee to franchisor, owning furniture company, network marketing company, online digital media consulting company, and more. He prides himself in helping entrepreneurs move toward their dream, uh, move toward their dream lives by providing foundational frameworks that work. Ben is, called, ben is called upon regularly as a motivational speaker and is excited to share his knowledge to anyone that aspires to make real change for their lives. He has a wonderful wife and two daughters, ages seven and 10, and truly brings his fulfillment full circle. They live in Northern Mexico and love to travel, experience the world and live, live by two mottos, do it now and love is the ultimate power. I love your mottos and thank you so much, Ben, for um, hopping on today. And what an impressive um, experience uh, that you have. So let's talk about side hustles. Maybe the first thing we can do is define what a side hustle is. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be a part of this. Um, and for me, a side hustle is actually um, something that a lot of people do, but they don't really call it a side hustle. It's just an additional way to bring an income stream into your life. So um, I've always kind of done a main career and then uh, have tried additional business avenues on the side. And, um, and, and thankfully I failed a lot because out of failure comes success. Uh, but uh, uh, that to me is a side hustle. Someone that has a main career and is trying to achieve some additional income on the side. So um, through, the, through the process of me, um, uh, failing many times over the years, I've actually found success with side hustles and, and I've become passionate about it. But I've also wanted to help people establish a framework for themselves because it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be costly. It doesn't have to throw your entire life out of balance. And that's probably one of the biggest concerns for people is that they feel like they're just going to sacrifice all their time um, and everything that uh, they, they have going on in their personal lives to, to achieve a successful side hustle. So that's really was the impetus I'm, I'm putting together at the Ultimate Side Hustle Summit um, to help those people that are kind of on the fence but need that additional income stream to really step out there. Because in today's society with the, with the financial demands that we have mm -hmm. uh, on individuals, but especially families, um, you know, it's, it's almost necessary that, um, that we're looking at uh, additional income streams. So 
Um, that was really kind of the background on why I started this because I've been able to, to find a lot of success with that and I want to share that success with others. So. Yeah, and I um, probably uh, can relate to what you're talking about more than anyone because my husband is in commercial real estate uh, sales. So I know how long it takes. Like the sales cycle of selling a building or whatever, right? An apartment complex is long. So like having the side hustle, right? Or something you do concurrently to your main um, right, main income stream is extremely important. I feel like this this side hustle idea, or like even the term, has hasn't been around for that long. Although, like you said, people traditionally done things on the side, especially those who you know, wanted to make extra income. I think it's just with the way that you know we're connected online these days and all the platforms that came up in technology, it's it just became this whole new phenomenon. But in reality, it, it's been around for forever. Like yes. People, we yeah, can think about our, our grandparents, right? Having having to work sec, you know, second jobs or two jobs or three exactly. jobs. Exactly. Yep. It's been around for a long time. And um, I mean, I just think about individuals that I know that have, have a, a, a professional career and then on the side, they do professional window washing. Um, and that's a side hustle. I mean, it, it, can, it can be anything, but uh, especially now with the um, with how far technology has advanced, um, there's so many opportunities uh, that are out there and you can really leverage your efforts and leverage your time, your, your energy, and really stay balanced. That's the biggest thing for me is um, I try to stay balanced in my life as much as possible. Um, I have, obviously, I have two girls of my own um, and a wife and, and um, we don't want to work to have to live. We want to we wanna live and work. Um, and so we, we just, uh, I think now especially is it's time for people to really look into, um, you know, tapping into these sources that are available because overall we want to always try to improve the quality of our lives. And, and that's really what the side hustle is about. No, I agree. And yes, because when you, when you are now for most of us, right, um, you're stuck at home because that's, that's the new place. That's the new reality where you have to work from and you have to homeschool your kids, which is, <laughs> oh my God. You know, I was thinking... <laughs> The other day, like I have, my son is 20, 20 months old, so he's under two. So I am forever grateful for my daycare and then they're open. So like I have a little bit of flexibility, right? In, in that regard, but for, for you guys, right? And for your family, like homeschooling, you know, these kids. And they're like, I, I was thinking about this, um, was reading a magazine and it, it something like a, a headline that caught my attention was like, we're so grateful for all the teachers these days, these days, right? And you can think, and I was like, well, yes, because parents don't really have the skills or the time to be the teachers, but yet like we're put in these shoes right now because of what's happening. So like, I feel like the site hustle opportunity, right? Presents the flexibility for, for anyone to do, to live the life that they want, right? So like, I, I, I love that, that angle very much. So let's talk about, because I think people understand that notion. Like it sounds very attractive and a lot of people are brave and, and then they go in full force, but there's still yet this group of people that have you know, reserves and they're just concerned and worried. So like, how do you, with everything that you've done, you know, in your career and all the kinds of things you've, you've started in companies, like how do you overcome those, those limitations? Yes, yeah, so that's a great question. Um, and let me first off by saying uh, the worst side hustle I ever had was owning a furniture store. <laughs> so um, I actually was, you know, I owned a, obviously a real estate company for, for about eight years. And I thought, you know, people that buy homes, they also need furniture. And so maybe we should open up a small boutique furniture store. 
And, um, and, and one day in the middle of July when it was 100 degrees out and I was, someone had called in sick for the furniture store and I was out loading up a, a couch and uh, putting it into a truck and I just thought, oh my gosh, this is, and I, I looked down at my shirt, my shirt was covered in sweat and I'm in slacks and a, and a shirt going back to sell real estate. And I thought, okay, there's gotta be a better way here. So, um, so first of all, you have to gain clarity on what you want in your life. And that's the most important thing. Really take the time to visualize what you want your life to look like. Um, and, and when you do that, you also need to have that other component, which is um, what you want in your life, but also what you don't want in your life. Mm -hmm. And that was just an example of me loading up that, that uh, couch. And I thought, I just don't want this in my, this is another layer of complication in my life. Um, it takes me away from what's actually driving um, the income that I'm making, which is real estate. And so, um, so I encourage people first and foremost is to visualize um, how you want your life to look. And when I'm talking about visualizing, I'm really talking about, think about your day to day. How do you want to get up in the morning? How do you want to greet your family? How do you want your day to look like? Um, what do you want it to be? What, what do you want your schedule to look like? How flexible is it? Um, and visualize that really feel the emotion there because if you don't, if it doesn't resonate with you, you won't move that direction. Um, in fact, I, I have a pretty funny story. My younger brother, uh, we grew up in the Washington, Seattle area, and his, his biggest dream in life was always to be an international business, um, wear a suit and tie, carry a brief, briefcase, work in the big city in New York, um, and that was his dream. Mm -hmm. uh, fast forward a couple of, uh, years ago, and so it was you know, 25 years after um, he really set that dream in motion. Uh, he gave me a call and he said, you know, Ben, I'm just not feeling good. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Like physically? He goes, no, just emotionally. I'm just not, um, I'm just not feeling myself and I just need to talk. And so we talked through some things and he said, I, so I started peeling back some layers and I said, you know, Chad, what, um, what's bothering you? He goes, I just don't, I'm not feeling fulfilled with my career. And I said, well, let me ask you something. Um, are you in international business? And he goes, well, yeah. I said, do you wear a suit and tie to work? And he said, yeah. I said, do you carry a briefcase? And he said, yeah. I said, do you speak a second language? He said, yes. I said, Chad, think about everything that you have wanted in your life that you have visualized, passionately visualized, you're doing right now. And the phone got silent. And he goes, you know, Ben, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And so it was a big moment for him. He was moving in this direction that he's created in his mind and his emotions for so many years that he forgot about it. And so now we went through the process a couple of years ago of recreating that vision for himself. What does he want his family life to look like now? Because he was a young kid then. He didn't have a family. The thought of having a family was, you know, was remote to him. So, um, so we rebuilt that vision and now I can just say this, he's moving quickly in that direction and, and opportunities are opening up for him left and right. So get clear, um, if you're watching this, get really clear on what you want your day to look like. And I'm talking about everything. Get up in the morning. How is your morning routine look like? How's your interaction with your family? What are you doing um, during the day? What does your schedule look like? Feel it, resonate with it. Think about it often. You know, put it, people get down on vision boards, um, but I'm a big believer in them because it actually uh, allows you to put emotion behind those pictures um, and visualize where you want to go. So that's the biggest thing. Right now, gain clarity on where you want to be and how you want your life to look like. Um, the second thing is you need to understand you. 
And a lot of people think they understand themselves, but they don't take that step of really trying to dissect their strengths and their personality traits. Um, and so if, you, if you're one of those that say, oh, I know who I am, I know what my strengths and weaknesses are, um, I know what my personality traits are. If you're one of those, stop what you're doing and really sit down and figure out your strengths and weaknesses. List them out, itemize them out, take some personality tests, figure out who you are as an individual and, and what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses and play to your strengths because um, your strengths, you don't have to be good at everything, but take what you're good at and use it. And that's, that's an important factor um, in taking on a, a, a successful side hustle because that will play into the next thing, which is uh, finding a side hustle or an industry that you can go into um, that resonates with you and that plays to your strengths and that is satisfying for you. Because if it's satisfying for you and you can get excited about it, it's something that um, is not going to be a drain. You're not going in it for the money as much as the fulfillment and the money component. And so, um, so you really have to understand your vision. You have to figure out what your strengths are and your personality traits. And then you have to find an industry that matches to really make that successful. Do you find that, um, you know, I, and I, you see this probably a lot with, you know, with the friends or, you know, your network um, or family, like sometimes people go, go into business because they're passionate about something. Like they may not, like they, it, it, sometimes the business um, that eventually happens was a hobby, right? That they've had for so many years and then they finally figure out how to make money. So like sometimes you kind of like become the accidental, right? You know, business owner or the side hustle happens by accident because you're like, I don't know, you're good at something, right? Um, how, how do you, like, what are your thoughts around, you know, passion, right? Like you go into business because you're passionate about something. Passion's a key component. Um, and I have to say that, and that is a little bit of a, so that's kind of the cart before the horse scenario in the sense that um, there are people out there that are so passionate about something. Let's just say um, making furniture, or not furniture, uh, jewelry. There, I, know, I know people that just love, love, love to make jewelry, um, and they're very passionate about it. But they, some of them don't, aren't able to translate that into business success and making money. Yeah. Uh, they love the passion of it. And then others, which I would say probably the exception to the rule, um, are able to monetize that passion um, and turn it into something that's a productive, um, a productive business form. And so I think there's a fine line there. Passion mm -hmm. is absolutely critical. And for me, um, I love stories like that where someone got into uh, um, something that they were just super passionate about and were able to monetize it. However, I do see a lot of people that get into something that they're passionate about and, and it never turns into anything for them. So there, there is that other side to it. So, so people have to be careful of that. One thing for me is I drive my passion around um, my skill set, my strengths, and how I feel. I'm, I'm good with people. I, I like and enjoy communicating with people. Um, so I try to find side hustles that, that kind of align with that. Um, and the passion and the drive for me comes from my ultimate lifestyle. How do I want to spend time with my family? How do I want to experience life? Because we don't have a lot of years on this earth. And so um, we have to take advantage of what uh, time we have. And so you got to get very clear on where you want to be. So that passion for me comes from um, the ultimate goal, the ultimate uh, lifestyle that I want to achieve with my family. And, you know, people on their deathbed, they never go, I wish I would have worked more. 
You know, oh. <laughs> it's always like, I wish I would have spent more time with my family or, or full, spend time on things that really um, meant things to me. So, um, so I want to caution people on that. The mm -hmm. vine, they have a passion, try to figure out a way that they can use that passion um, and monetize it. Yeah, I, I feel like um, it, it could be almost like a trap, right, from, from, from a, for a lot of us, because if we have this idea, right, and, and a lot of people go um, and, and, and start a, something on the side, right, a side hustle, it's just because they're trying to, you know, improve their financial situation, right? So, like, that's, I think, all is the ultimate goal for all of us, right? So, if, whether it's monetizing on a passion or it's like, really, I've got to make some money. So, it feels like it's almost like this, this cycle that you're trying to get out. But I like how you um, sort of, like, how do you break that cycle, right? Like you can continue doing these things and not um, focus on what's important. And so like you and I both know like mom guilt, dad guilt, like you try, you're taking away from the family, right? Where yeah. like, you're okay, well, I'm not, you know, I'm gonna work today for a few hours, but you know, there's a reason because I need to make some money. So like, you know, there's, there's that connection that I think we all need to make in our head. Um, and it's, I think at, at times you kind of have to forgive yourself for like, okay, these are the things that I'm willing to be okay with, right? And um, it's almost like how, like, I, I love how you guys have family motors that you, um, you know, you stick to. Um, yeah. It's almost, I think it comes down to that. Yeah, well, and I appreciate that because um, we do try to stick to, to those family mottos, you know, do it now and love is the ultimate power. It, it is, and that should drive all of your decisions. And, and people make, every decision that you make in your life um, can be attributed, attributed and broken down to two factors, um, love or fear. And I mean, if you literally think about it, um, do you pick that shirt out in the morning because you love how it looks on you or you're fearful that you're going to look overweight in it? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, so every decision that you make is based out of love or fear. And our motto is um, love is the ultimate power. So try to make your decisions and live your life out of love. Um, and the other thing is just do it now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if you just touch it once, then it's done. And it's, and we're trying to teach our girls that. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and it's been exciting to kind of see them pick that up. And I've, and I've watched a lot of successful people over the years. I've consulted successful people. And one thing that they all have in common is that they touch things one time if possible. They don't open the uh, email and half read it and then put it back. They open the email, they read it, they delete it, they send it, they archive it. They have a system set up. And so actually when we do our uh, additional bonus interview, uh, I'm gonna lay out some tools on how, um, how successful people take on side hustles. And there's, there are some serious key tools that you need um, as an individual if you wanna make side, side hustles successful, but not only side hustles, just your personal life, how to improve your personal life um, and the time that you have. So uh, that's gonna be an important part. But I think that um, you know, it all starts with, um, with setting up some systems and processes in your life, even down to the morning routines. How do you, how do you take on and win in the morning? How do you win early? Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, but also how to find balance. Balance is so key. And, and if you take on a side hustle, anyone that's watching this is, is probably considering some type of a side hustle or um, the ability to go on and try to do an additional income stream, um, you're gonna be out of balance a little bit. And that's okay. If you feel like you're out of balance, you feel like you're kind of out of whack, and you're probably doing the right thing and you're probably sensing the right, the right um, uh, energy there in the sense that um, you have to be a little bit out of balance before you can bring yourself back into balance. Um, but as long as you're aware of that, 
then, then that's a good thing. That's how you learn. That's how you grow that emotional muscle to be able to take these things on. So, um, and also I want people to understand that even, you know, when I first started out in my careers in real estate, all the way to the point now where I'm, you know, I'm just, uh, I've been a top 1% producer for many, many years. I still am doing side houses. I still am taking on additional businesses. So at any level, there is this potential. Um, so I want people to understand that they don't, whatever level that you're at, it's okay to go, you know what, I have the ability to do this to improve the quality of my life and my family's life. So yeah. I know. And I think that leads me to my next question is, um, if that's the goal, like, how do we, you talked about becoming crystal clear on what your vision are and what you want. Um, do you have any um, frameworks or, uh, you know, uh, strategies? Of how do, like, how do you, if you start a, start a side hustle, like, don't start it just because you want to make some money. Like, have the clarity and set targets for yourself. So I feel like it's almost like personal goals overlap with your business goals, right? Or if you start viewing it as, as such. Um, so I'd love for you to share some ideas around this topic. Yes. So goals are really important. And I set goals constantly. I've been setting goals since I was in sixth grade. Um, scribbling them down and sticking them under my bed um, and they weren't that good at first and over the years I've refined my process in goal setting uh, and goal setting is so critical and it's it, people talk about it all the time and and um, you have people out there oh I'm, I set goals and I say oh really have you written them down no I haven't written, they're up in my head well you, you're not a goal setter um, something magical happens when you when you take it out of your head and you put it on paper um, something magical happens with the universe with you there's a commitment there um, you set those emotions in motion um, and you really start putting yourself on that path to, to achieve those goals. So just a couple quick uh, hits on how I do goals because it's, it again, has taken years for me to develop this. Um, I kind of equate it to climbing a mountain. When you climb a mountain, you, you look up at the peak and that's your ultimate goal, but you don't spend all your time looking up at your peak you have kind of a midsection of the mountain, the next ridge that you're climbing to, you glance up at the peak, you look down at the ridge, um, and then you look down at your feet because your feet and your steps are the most important thing. And so is it important to look up at the peak? Absolutely, because you, need, you have to know where you're going. Is it also important to look at the ridge? Yes, because the ridge is a few hundred yards away or a quarter of a mile away, but it's most important that you're looking down and you're watching your feet and so 90% of your time is spent right here, right now, what you're doing. So that's how I do goals. I do 90 day chunks, um, you know, usually first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, I break those out. Um, and that is my working goals. That's looking down at my feet. I put my yearly to two to every other year goals out there. That's looking up at the ridge um, where I'm, I'm semi-focused on it, but I'm more focused on what's happening now and getting this quarter done and achieving these, these goals uh, in 90 days. And then finally, I put my five-year goal out there, 10-year goal. And those are kind of a little bit looser um, in the sense of they're, they are specific to a large degree, but, uh, but I allow for flexibility there because I don't know where I'm going to be in five or 10 years. And that's okay. Uh, but you want to have a direction that you're pointing toward and where you're, where you're ultimately heading. And that's where I, I talk about visualizing how you want your life to look. That to me is the, the peak. That's the goal. Um, so how do you put that into writing and, and, and formalize that? that you know, that's an individual um, preference. Um, I have my way of doing it. 
but ultimately, I try, to, I try to chunk goals down to 90-day increments because 90 days is manageable. You can do a lot in, in three months, um, and it flies by quick. And you can look back and go, dang, I, you know, I kind of slacked on that last 90 days. Or you can say, hey, I slacked the first 60 days, and I have 30 days to go. I can really wrap it up and try to hit some goals, mm-hmm. and it keeps you on point. So, um, so those are some thoughts on goals. I love it. I love it. And also, I talk a lot um, about, um, you know, not only sort of, you know, writing your goals or kind of going through the framework, but have more specific, um, you know, dates around them. And so this is the concept that I um, teach my clients when we sit down to do a a formal financial plan, is that in order for them to be real, like you have to have two things, or at least them to be real financial goals. So number one is you've got to have some dollars attached to them, right? Like it doesn't work without numbers. So at least that. So, and so that's why I was thinking like the same thing could be said for, for the side hustle that you're setting up for yourself. Like, what do you want? Like, be honest with yourself. What do you want to make? Right. Because, because after, after you become clear, then your actions and all the effort you're going to put into is going to be completely different versus you just saying, I'm going to start a side hustle. So like having those dollars um, attached to it is really important. The other component that I advocate for is the actual date or target, right? And kind of how Ben talked about, you know, do it in quarterly um, increments and, and sort of, you know, longer term as well. But like, I like to have specific dates because then it's, there's, there's some, some magic happens when you sort of work it backwards. Like I know what I need to do. So if like, if your goal is to make a couple hundred dollars a week, or if you want to make $10,000 a month or whatever, right? Like your actions are going to be very different once you know, what it is that you want. And I know it's hard. Like you, you can talk about this too, Ben, that when you start out, you don't like, you don't really know, like you're, you're still like in the startup mode and you're learning and you're like, okay, am I ever going to make money or like, how is it possible? Um, but I, I it, it just, I think it drives you completely different. Like you, you're like in, in the fifth gear versus like first, first gear. Cause you're like, you're going for something. Yep. And I love the fact that you're talking about re- reverse engineering it too. Um, and that mm-hmm. is the component I forgot to mention is, you know, I'll start with a year and say, okay, what do I want to accomplish in a year? Mm-hmm. And how does that, you know, what does the end of the year look like? How much sales do I want to have? How much income do I want to have? Um, you know, where do I want to be financially in a year? And then I'll reverse engineer it. I'll break it down backwards and chunk it out into 90 day sections. And then I'll say, if I'm going to be there, I need to be here in the first quarter and the second quarter, and then be very specific about those goals. Um, I know uh, most people are probably familiar with smart goal techniques, you know, specific, mm-hmm. measurable, attainable. There's a time frame to it. Um, they have to be realistic. And so use that, that framework, but, um, but, you know, do the, do the process, do the work of setting those goals because it is so important and it's so easy to do and it's so easy not to do. Mm-hmm. And just say, oh yeah, I have this goal. I want to make a couple hundred dollars a month or a couple hundred dollars a week extra, uh, but they don't never write it down. They never put it down in writing because they, like you said, there is a magic that happens there. So um, I encourage you, if it is in your head, to, to write it out, get specific, hold yourself accountable. That's really key um, to being successful there. For sure, for sure. And you know, the next kind of thought that comes to mind, like, okay, um, and, and because we have the opportunity for the internet to connect all of us, like you, you don't have to be afraid to, to kind of take the first step because there's others ahead of you, right? And there's so many people that you can, you know, use an example. So how, how can someone use this idea of, you know, modeling for success, right? How, how right? Because um, you certainly don't have to reinvent the wheel. 
Yeah, so great question. So I think anyone that's looking at a side hustle, um, the first of all, we go back to the personality and the traits and what kind, of, what kind of passion can you get there? Are you good with people? Are you good with graphic design? Are you good as an assistant? Um, are you uh, detail oriented? And kind of figure that component out. And then that helps you kind of dive into what industry you want to be in because there's so many opportunities now because of the advancement in technology that you can literally be, we, in real estate, I, I never thought we could have virtual assistants in real estate. I always thought it had to be something that you, um, you, know, you met face-to-face and things like that. Well, that's all gone out the window. We have virtual assistants now that live in uh, you know, two states over that do a lot of our transaction coordinating and things like that. So, um, so the industry is absolutely ripe for these opportunities, but you need to identify your strengths. You need to say, this is my personality, these are my strengths and then start to figure out what industry you want to be in. Um, and once you kind of figure that component out, you try to find the people that are successful in that industry and say, what are they doing that's successful? And how do I become one of those people? And that's where modeling for success happens. You really kind of have to elbow your way in and dig into the industry and, and figure out all the opportunities there um, and really figure out who is doing it right and how are they doing it right and how, and and um, how much money are they making? And is this something that you want to take on? How much responsibility? Because with money, sometimes a lot more responsibility comes on. And that may not be your ultimate goal. You may say, I want to only make a few hundred dollars extra a week. I don't need to make another $10,000 a week or a month. Um, and that's okay. You have to identify that. That's where the vision comes in, understanding your strengths and your uh, personality, and then find the opportunities. Um, and modeling for success is your fastest way to get a side hustle working for you. Um, and basically what happens when you do that is you start to understand the industry that you're going in, but also um, you allow those people that have already done it and are successful to make the mistakes that you don't have to make. And that's the key. So if you want to fast track, find someone that's done it and doing it now and model their behavior. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, people talk about, you know, being unethical and, and whatnot. That's not unethical. That's a smart business tactic. Now, if you're copying and pasting their stuff that they're doing, you're stealing <laughs> yeah. their, their ideas, um, that's a different ballgame. But model what they're doing and just tweak it for you and be successful. So that's, uh, that's a critical component. And I, the people that I do see that take on these side hustles, that is one thing that they have in common. They understand they have to find someone that's been there, done that and model what they're doing to be successful. And what happens a lot of times is those people become as successful, if not more. Yeah, and I, I think these days people are so, so young for, um, uh, for connections and a lot, of, a lot of them are open to help, to, be, you know, to mentor you. And so like, I'm all for finding that shortcut to success. I mean, I know there's, there's, <laughs> there's contradiction to that, but still, right? Like modeling someone is, um, is totally something um, anyone can do. Um, well, I, this, this has been really informative, Ben. Thank you so much for um, sharing uh, your wisdom and knowledge with us today. We are going to hop on to the next session. And for those of you who have not upgraded to All Access Pass, um, this is your time because we're going to get into the real juice of how, um, how you know, the, everything about how with the um, side hustle. And so um, you also want to learn about the summit that Ben is going to host at the end of October. So we'll share some information on that. Um, but um, Ben, how can people connect with you? I'm sorry? How can people connect with you? Okay, uh, yes. Yeah. So if they want to get a hold of me or they want to see what we're doing, uh, they can go to the ultimate side hustle summit .com. 
Um, and, and, and it's a free registration for that summit. But what we're trying to do with that is we're walking people through, if they're thinking about taking on a side hustle, um, debunking the belief system behind a side hustle. That's too costly, too complicated, uh, it's too difficult. Um, the second day is all about giving them the tools to succeed. And the third day is all about uh, the side hustle, hustle growth zone, all the opportunities there. So if they want to find out more information about that, just go to the ultimate side hustle summit.com. Totally. And we're going to include a link underneath uh, in the show notes here in the, uh, under the video. So anyone okay. can, um, can hop on as well. Well, awesome. Um, awesome. Thank you so much again, Ben, for your time today. And everyone who uh, still wants to upgrade, uh, we'll see you in the next round. Bye, everybody. Thanks.